In today's episode, E-Honda, Electric Ninja, Live and Wired, Indian Show's New Muscle, New Arc, and of course, the Toy Run. Hello and welcome to everyone in the vast reaches of cyberspace. We hope all of our listeners have been well and if you are new to the show, Stick around and catch up on what's been making headlines in the motorcycling world. If you'd like to get more of these podcasts served to you, follow us and subscribe on your favorite podcasting site or application. Today's episode may be slightly shorter than our previous episodes, as there really isn't that much to cover really that's making news for the road bike world. Let's jump straight into our first topic. It's a cold and dark day for me discussing this topic. I had hoped that it would be quite some while before we'd see Honda doing something like this. The motorcycle manufacturers made use of the Tokyo Motor Show to unveil its vision of what electric vehicles should be. Honda set itself a 2030 deadline to electrify no less than two-thirds of its automotive lineup. This includes motorcycles. Although there is no concepts really ready for release, it's become apparent that Honda will focus on swappable battery tech. This means that as your current battery starts to run low, you can yank that low battery out, swap it in for a fresh one, and be on your merry way. In my opinion, this will alleviate one of my greatest pet peeves when it comes to electric bikes. Not to have to hang around and for hours waiting for your bike to charge and just being able to plop in a new battery when the old one's dead. It might just be the convenience that pushes me and convinces me to try out an electric bike. Staying on this electric bike news, we move on to another entry into the electric bike scene. This time by manufacturer Kawasaki. Kawasaki have announced that it is actively developing its electric motorcycle concept and has even provided some shots of its prototype in action. According to Kawasaki's R&D senior manager of the innovations department, Yoshimoto Matsuda, Kawasaki has been prototyping and testing power units as early as the 2000s. We'll have to wait and see if some of this team green tech will be hitting our roads in the near future. And again, keeping on the electric bike train, Harley Davidson have finally resumed production and delivery of the live wire electric motorcycle. In our previous episode, we've reported that the manufacturer has halted production and delivery of the bike due to concerns regarding its level one or basically wall socket charging capabilities. The manufacturer didn't provide any further detail on what caused the charging problem and what they've done to fix it. However, they have claimed to have fixed it and on now these bikes again. At least everyone who have ordered the electric motorcycle from Harley-Davidson will be able to receive their machine in the near future. Next, we move on to Indian motorcycles. Not long ago, we reported that Indian motorcycles will be releasing 
the 2020 lineup of motorcycles that will make use of their latest Thunderstroke engine. Well, as it turns out, there was something else in the pipeline for Indian motorcycles. The manufacturer was working on another engine dubbed the Power Plus to power one of its up and coming bikes. The Power Plus engine is a 1770cc 50 degree V-twin engine cranking out a very impressive 122 horsepower and 128 pound-foot of torque. That's a very grunty motor if you ask me, especially for a V-twin configuration. The motor will be powering the manufacturer's latest fixed fairing bagger named the Challenger. Challenge? Accepted anyone? Keeping with new revelations, ARC Motorcycles, founded by the Keanu Reeves, has also dropped a new model of motorcycle. The KR GT-1 or KR GT-1 is a 2-liter V-twin powered brute. The machine is made up of several proprietary parts including frame, swing arm and triple clamps. The KR GT-1 is the evolution of previous models of motorcycle produced by this boutique manufacturer. The beast is powered by an SNS Cycles 2032cc air-cooled V-twin. This has been paired up with a 6-speed transmission, putting power to the rear wheel via a drive belt system. Each bike is made to order and customized per the owner's taste. No pricing information has been released yet, but going on what previous models have sold for, prices can be in excess of $80,000, which is just under 1.2 million rand at the time of recording. That is one expensive bike, but I feel that that would be money well spent. And moving back onto home soil, it is the month of November, which means it is time for the annual toy run here in South Africa. The Gauteng run will again start from various points where thousands of riders will be convening at the Benoni Northern Sports Grounds on the 24th of November for the 37th annual gathering. This is an annual charity ride where participants donate toys amongst other items to children in need. It's been a run that's been close to my heart for quite some time and I've been in attendance for the past few events. And I will also be attending this event again this year. So for those of you who follow the podcast and our blog, be on the lookout for the Little Yellow Monster. We'll also include a link in the description for those who would like some more information regarding the event and to possibly attend. Now guys, that brings us to the end of today's episode. If you like what you heard, you are welcome to drop a like with if your podcasting site or app allows it. Feel free to subscribe as well where this content will be served to you on a bi-weekly basis. That means twice, every two weeks, not twice a week. My apologies. And also, guys, if you would like to let us know what your thoughts are on any of the content we covered, there will be a link available in the description where you can leave a voice message. We'd love to hear from our fans and we hope you keep enjoying the show.
And guys, ride safe and enjoy the journey.